Best friends and Broadway superfans Jeff and Judy wait at the stage door every night to catch a glimpse of their idol Adina Menzel in the hilarious new comedy, Which Way to the Stage. And when a sexy stranger enters the scene and upends their friendship, Jeff and Judy have to go off book to rewrite their own finale. Called the best new comedy since theaters reopened by The Wrap and zippy fun by The New York Times, grab your best friend and see Which Way to the Stage at Signature Theater now through January 22nd. Get tickets at sigtheater.org. Hello again, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Talky Talky Hippo. I know it's been a while between these last few episodes, but you know I've I've been taking some time to to take care of myself and and handle some things that need to be done. And you know I I don't see that I don't see that being a problem. I I appreciate everyone who's stuck around to listen to all of these wonderful stories I have to tell. And thank you to everyone who uh, who's been giving me feedback on on all my stories and, and and a very very thank you a very big thank you to that that lovely person who uh who who gave me that fan art so long ago I I realized after I had uh after I brought that up that that sadly I I never actually credited them about that and I I wanted to share that information with you not not only because uh because of the gratitude that I have for the fan art but also because this artist does does such amazing work it it felt wrong not to let people know of of the amazing work that they do so if you, if you give me just a moment I actually had it written down here um uh, yes yes um on the website known as Tumblr uh they they could be found under the name of Tina Tiger Art. That's Tina, like the name, Tiger, like the animal, and Art, well, like the art that they make. It's all one word. It's all lowercased, and and they do such amazing, amazing artwork. And believe it or not, even after they had had gifted me the uh, the fan art that that I was so thankful for at that convention that I had been to, um, apparently they actually posted. More fan art after that on this on this Tumblr page and and so it it just it it moves me to think that that there was a there's a person who cared about my story so much but also had such a passion for art and uh, I I wanted to say again thank you and uh, c- keep up the good work you you really do have such an artistic talent that I hate to see go wasted so please keep that going on. Uh, but, but I'm I'm rambling. Um, it's uh it's that time of year again, isn't it? For uh, for the spookiest of all holidays, the the Halloween, that that everyone's getting ready to celebrate. I believe it's it's later this week. I think, y- yes, it is later this week. And, and you know, I just I wanted to tell everyone, especially any of the children out there, to, to just be careful when you. When you're out there trick or treating, I I know that there are some people who will be in the scarier costumes trying to make you scared. But you know what? It's it's all right to be scared. It's all right to be scared on Halloween. It it it's not a bad thing. It reminds me of a time I was with my good friend Orville. Oh, I remember when we were younger, we celebrated Halloween every year. It was one of Orville's favorites, you know. He he loved making costumes. He he really wanted to buy the costumes. He wanted to make them himself, which, you know, I, I always had to admire. S- similar to, 
to our favorite artist I mentioned earlier. Orville had this this artistic view when it came to making costumes. He he would say, "Friend, I I've got a I've got a good one this year, and and it's gonna it's gonna sweep everyone off their feet when they see it." And and sure enough, every year he he made the most impressive, amazing costumes. It was it was a spectacle to behold, really. And I remember one year in particular, uh, a a new a new family had moved in, and the family was full of Halloween fanatics. And apparently, the the father of the family he worked at some sort of some sort of theme park or or child attraction place that that handled all the uh, the the puppeteering and the amazing. Uh, machinery that would be able to fully influence any sort of attraction or or place that would that would attract such people. So it was interesting because he he moved in and he actually transformed his house into a haunted house for ha- uh, for Halloween. I believe that's what they call them nowadays. It's the haunted house where you go in and you you get scared and such. And I'll tell you the the craftsmanship on some of his things were were just amazing. Some of them were just un unbelievable. Uh, I I recall he had these these uh vi- these fake bats that would fly around, and I'm I'm sure today people would say, oh oh those look horribly fake. You can you can tell they're fake bats, and they're not actually flying around. Well, I tell you, when Orville and I were there. We thought those were bats. They they were so believable, so lifelike. And some of them were rather big, too. Let me tell you, we found quite a few people screaming out of that hallway. But the man did have a good sense of humor, and he knew it was all in fun. If there was a kid or a child who was, who was a little too frightened, he'd take them aside and say, Don't worry, don't worry. It's all fake. But don't tell the other kids. You don't want to ruin the fun for them. And... He would always make it a good time, and anyone who was brave enough to get through the horribly haunted house would be greeted. He had the best candy on the block. I know nowadays it's sometimes it's controversial to give candy out to the children. You know they have the childhood diabetes and all these horrible things that sadly, sadly, the kids they can't enjoy it like we used to, way, way back in the day. But Thankfully, I've seen some people who are who are trying to help out and and try to make their kids feel welcomed. I I think I saw a story a few years back where there was a a, a parent who sadly their kid could not have any candy, so they they went to every house around the block and said, "I apologize for the inconvenience. This is for my child for this Halloween. He cannot have candy." But here we went to the to the local party store and we found these little trinkets, these little toys. You can give that to him so he can, you know, he can feel included. You you gotta let the kids feel included. I I know that's a whole nother hot button topic right now. All all the kids need to feel included. Give them the participation trophies. People say, well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna make a statement right now, and I don't care what people think about it. This is how I feel about this statement. It shouldn't be a crime for kids to want to have fun. And if a kid wants to play a game, the parents should not feel guilty for making them feel good for at least trying. Because you know what? It is hard out there. It's hard for for a young boy or a young girl to go out for a sport and, and 
and find out that they're not good at it, but it is perfectly fine for a parent to back them up and say, hey, you know what? You did a good job out there. You may not have been the best, but you tried, and that is more than anyone can ask of you. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> I went off on a little bit of a tangent for a second there, but, but, but my point is, is that I, I hope people can have a fun Halloween Enjoy your candy, or enjoy just the fun costuming. I know uh, some of the adults that may be listening may be going out to have a, a, a fun costume party or, or a masquerade ball. I, I know some places do that still, which, you know, that sounds very nice to just have a nice have a nice night out. Maybe get a nice suit and a mask and just maybe meet someone, have a dance. Have a lovely evening. But if you're into the other things, it's that's perfectly fine too. I know some people, they'd rather sit inside and they'd have the the marathons of all the scarier movies. I, I, I never understood why people wanted to watch some of those movies. Some of these movies, they just, they seem horrid. I, I, I could never wrap my, wrap my mind around some of these things. I mean, y- you have some of these movies... A lot of these movies where it's just some sort of maniac with a, a, a knife or a sword or, or something sharp just going after people, harm, harmless innocent people that, that really have no no idea what they're getting into. They just, they're walking around and they just suddenly happen to be in the wrong spot or, or suddenly happen to be trapped somewhere when they were just trying to get home and suddenly because one of their tires went flat now... Now they're fighting for their lives, and they can't, they can't get away. I guess it's a sort of morbid curiosity. I, I can't say that I've ever had as much of a curiosity, but I, I think I can somewhat understand it. It's just, it's hard to wrap your mind around, you know? I mean, they they have this one movie, I, I, what, what is that the film series? It's, uh, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, I think it was called Scene. Like, like you, once you saw it, you seen the movie. It's, I think it was the scene series. But anyway, uh, the people in this movie, they they would just be tortured horribly. They they would have these these horrible devices that would just, oh, I can't even imagine it right now. I, I, I don't even want to think about it. It was so gruesome. But, but but as I said, I suppose there's just this morbid curiosity that that seems to elude me. And and you know what? I I suppose. As long as people aren't getting hurt in real life, maybe it's for the best that those movies do exist. I, you know, now that I think about it, yeah. If, if those, if those movies, those horrid, horrid torture movies, if those movies give people an outlet to express that curiosity without transgressioning it into real life, transitioning it into real life, and having it happen to real people and and real people actually getting hurt or or worse then maybe maybe those movies are all right and maybe I just you know they're not for me but I digress if you if you're having a holiday out for the Halloween evening and and you want to have a good time just make sure that you you're being safe you're having fun you're not hurting anybody it's just it's meant to have a good time and if if you see little kids, you know, you can give them a little bit of a scare, but don't don't scare the life out of them. It's it's fun to have fun, and you know, it's not always fun to be scared. Some people have a preference, and 
and that makes sense. But point is, have a good time. Have some laughs. If you can, have some candy. If you're adults, have a drink. But but be safe coming home. I know some people go to these parties and they get they get horribly drunk or 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 just they they have way too much and sometimes they don't get it home and you know you don't want to you don't want to hear about it in the morning it's it's meant to be a happy time you don't need to make it a sad occasion or or put other people's lives in danger as i said so no matter how you spend the halloween evening have fun and i suppose that's all we have for this week so i hope to hear from you again and talk to you once more on the next episode of Talkie Talkie Hippo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 